Hi, I'm your host, Lillian Yang. And I'm your host, Fakri Shafai, and you are listening to Food Nonfiction. This episode is called Ice Cream Sunday Fight Song. We're not being poetic or anything. This is the actual name of a song. But you won't find this song anywhere. You can check iTunes, and it won't be there. No, this song is burned onto a DVD and is, or at least once was, in the possession of Carolyn K. Peterson. She was the mayor of Ithaca, New York, back in 2006. She was Ithaca's first female mayor, first elected in 2003, re-elected in 2007, Democratic Party. Her term ended on December 31st, 2011. And the Ice Cream Sunday fight song was an actual fight song. The fight was over ice cream sundaes. just heard was the Ice Cream Sunday fight song. The original. My name's Greg Buckley. I'm city manager in Two Rivers, Wisconsin. We're a small city of about 12,000 people on the shore of Lake Michigan. You just heard from Greg Buckley, the city manager of Two Rivers, and the creative mind that came up with the Ice Cream Sunday fight song to the tune of the local university's fight song. Yes, we took the music to On Wisconsin, our, our state university's fight song, and just applied some local lyrics to it. So Greg and the city of Two Rivers sent the Ice Cream Sunday fight song to Carolyn and the city of Ithaca because they have a rivalry. There's tension between a dozen different towns, all claiming to be the birthplace of the Ice Cream Sunday. The New York Times called it the Sunday War. The Sunday War? centers around three cities, Two Rivers, Wisconsin, Evanston, Illinois, and Ithaca, New York. Two Rivers and Ithaca are in direct conflict, and Evanston is quietly holding its ground. The Sunday War has been going on since at least the 1970s. For a long time, it was just letters and comments between the mayors and citizens of Ithaca and Two Rivers. In 2006, that escalated to fight songs. Ice cream wars always escalate during summertime. In June of 2006, Two Rivers released a city council resolution titled Resolution Formally Challenging the City of Ithaca, New York's Claim to be Birthplace of the Ice Cream Sunday. Then, the next month was July, which is National Ice Cream Month. So obviously, tensions would rise. Ithaca celebrated the Ice Cream Month with a July Sunday Sundays campaign. Promoting the belief that ice cream sundaes first came from Ithaca, visitors to the city got a free sundae on Sundays during the month. One of the folks in the town Two Rivers, Wisconsin, heard of what we were doing, and they, they've got a big claim to fame there. They, they believe that the sundae was created in their town in 1882 by a guy named Ed Berners. And so they got in touch with us and said, wait a second, you can't claim that. That's our claim. And they sent our mayor at the time a cease and desist order. It was tongue-in-cheek, but they did it nonetheless. So and we started sparring back and forth. 
Ithaca's then mayor, Carolyn Peterson, got over 80 postcards from the people of Two Rivers, telling her that Ithaca needed to stop claiming the origin story of ice cream sundaes. She also received the DVD of the Sunday Fight Song. So Ithaca went ahead and made their own fight song. Check it out, it sounds really good. friend to So we're going to give you the three origin stories and let you decide which story you believe. We'll go in chronological order. Two Rivers, Wisconsin, claims the ice cream sundae was invented there in 1881, which is the earliest origin story. So let's start there. Edward C. Berners was the owner of Berners Soda Fountain. One day, in 1881, a customer by the name of George Hallower asked for chocolate syrup to be drizzled over his ice cream. And that was it. That was the first ice cream sundae. The record of this story comes from a book called The American Language, written by H.L. Mencken, a journalist known for his satire and cultural critique. A couple things you should note. This book, which first reported the Sunday story in writing, was published in 1919. That's decades after 1881, and H.L. Mencken was only born in 1880. So he would have been one at the time of the first Two Rivers Sunday. I checked into the H.L. Uh, Mencken's research, and as best we can figure, he was using letters and newspaper clippings that were available to him, and they just weren't as extensive as what's available on the Internet now. He was going on a few letters and some anecdotal comments and, and a, an article that appeared in the Chicago Tribune. That was Bruce Stoff. I'm Bruce Stoff, and I'm director of the Ithaca Tompkins County Convention and Visitors Bureau. Mr. Stoff also happens to be the mind behind the July Sunday Sundays campaign we mentioned earlier. Anyhow, we're on to the next two stories now, so hold off judgment on which city you think is the birthplace of the ice cream sundae until you hear the next two stories. The next origin story is from Evanston, Illinois, which claims the ice cream sundae was invented there in 1890. Well, Evanston's a very old community. It is the home of Northwestern University. That's Eden Perlman, and she's going to be the one telling you this story. I'm Eden Juron Perlman. I'm the executive director of the Evanston History Center in Evanston, Illinois. And Northwestern University was founded by Methodist men, and the community really grew up around Northwestern. 
Northwestern imposed certain laws on the town of Evanston. Their charter imposed the laws. For this reason and others, it became a very religious community, sometimes even nicknamed Heavenston instead of Evanston. In 1875, the city council enacted blue laws. And one of the items that was banned by the blue laws was soda water on Sundays. This was a religious community and soda water was considered fairly frivolous and should not have been consumed on the Sabbath. So one very inventive pharmacist, Mr. Garwood, who had a thriving business in ice cream sodas, invented a suitable treat, which he called the Sunday soda. And essentially what he did was remove the soda water from the ice cream treat, making it a Sunday and not a soda. He called it at the time the Sunday soda, and later the name was shortened to Sunday, and the name spelling changed so that it was more respectable. So what we're talking about here is changing the spelling of Sunday from S-U-N-D-A-Y to S-U-N-D-A-E. Because it could be considered disrespectful to name something like an ice cream with hot fudge on top after the Lord's Day. It's interesting you go back in in that time period, and I I, I imagine it was for religious grounds that they didn't like to to tromp on the the Lord's Day Sunday, so there's an awful lot of usage back then of of changing the spelling of Sunday for whether it was for train schedules or or Sunday schools to spell it A-E. There's other spellings, too, that, you know, uh, S-U-N-D-I. We have documents that the drugstore existed, that it was a business in Evanston, that it did have a a soda, a ice cream counter or a luncheon counter. We don't have documentation about the ice cream Sunday invention per se, but as I say, it is a, it, the story appears very early in the history, and so it seems to lend some credibility. The final origin story is from Ithaca, New York, which claims that the ice cream Sunday was invented there in 1892. The tale goes back that in, the, in, in 1892 there was a, a, a local... Um, a pharmacy called Platt and Colts Pharmacy. Every day, uh, Mr. Platt was, uh, he was also a member of the local Unitarian Church, and he'd get together with the, the pastor from the church after services, and they'd sit and talk about uh, the matters of the day. So one day they were back at the, uh, at the pharmacy and serving up ice cream, and Platt decided to top the ice cream with some cherries, which I guess at the time was really considered radical. You don't want to mess with the flavor of your good ice cream by putting anything in it. So they put some some cherry sauce on it and tasted it, and they thought it was fabulous. And right away they said, well, this is so good, we've got to give it a name. And it was a Sunday that they did this on after church, so they called it a a cherry Sunday. And we we, we know that happened because the soda fountain guy, a guy named DeForest Christians, he actually wrote a letter in the 1930s to the local historical society here saying, this is what happened. I I made this Sunday, and and the guys named it, and they called it in the Sunday, and... That's how it all started. So Ithaca actually has this letter from this guy, DeForest Christians, who worked at Platt and Colts. And then they found a bunch more evidence, thanks to these two high school students named Meredith and Laura. They're all grown up now working grown-up jobs, but in 2007, they were working at the local history center and found several documents that pertain to the Ice Cream Sunday story. I mean, there's a letter for, there was a, 
uh, an ad they put in the newspaper in the local uh, Ithaca Journal uh, the two days after they made the Sunday saying, hey, we just invented this thing, come and try it. It's a cherry Sunday and it costs a nickel. And uh, then there's a series of other ads that came behind it. And uh, within a year or two, they actually tried to trademark the name Sunday. The trademark was rejected because U.S. trademark law at the time didn't apply to domestic commerce, only international commerce. So there's this huge historical record here that, you know, by golly, this really happened here. So what do you think? Just hold on. Before you make your decision, there's one more thing we should mention. People have been putting toppings on ice cream for a very long time. Yeah, it's only natural. Apparently, Thomas Jefferson used to ladle maple syrup onto his ice cream, but no one's crediting him for inventing sundaes. No, because an ice cream sundae is a specific thing. It has to be different enough compared to ice cream to have its own name. So what is the definition of an ice cream sundae? Uh, my name is Ron LaGualia, and I'm the owner of Glenburn Soda Fountain and Confectionery in Burnaby, B.C. So where I'm from, Ron and his wife, Roberta, are kind of the ice cream sundae experts. We decided to ask them to define what makes an ice cream sundae. So in detail, uh, tell me how you make your ice cream sundaes. Uh, our sundaes always start with one of our homemade sauces. We always use a footed tulip-shaped sundae glass. We put a little bit of the sauce in the bottom, uh, we layer in scoops of ice cream after that, some more sauce, uh, a good amount, healthy amount of whipped cream spiraled to a peak, some chopped, salted, toasted walnuts, and a maraschino cherry on top. So what parts of this make a sundae? I, I think all of the components are important. So I don't think you can really remove any of the components other than maybe the nuts and have a sundae. It has to have sauce, it has to have ice cream and whipped cream and a cherry on top. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a Sunday. Thank you so much, Ron. I guess I'll see you around because you know I love your shop. <laughs> Thanks, Willie. There you go. Who invented the ice cream sundae first depends on what you define as an ice cream sundae. So what do you consider a ice cream sundae, Lillian? Well, now that I've had time to really think about it, I would say it's, it's ice cream with some kind of sauce on it, like fudge or syrup, and then plus one other thing. And that other thing can be like whipped cream, cherries, nuts, anything. For me, an ice cream sundae absolutely has to either have hot fudge or hot caramel, or preferably both. But when people try and pass off chocolate syrup with whipped cream as a sundae, it's like, no, no, that's not a sundae. If it's not hot, it's just syrup. Food Buffs, we hope that you enjoyed this very sweet episode. And for those of you that have come to a decision, we would love to hear which town you believe should be voted the birthplace of the ice cream sundae. So if you'd like to write in to feedback at foodnonfiction.com or post on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash foodnonfiction. Oh, and make sure to check out the show notes for this episode because I'm going to be putting in the lyrics to those two ice cream sundae fight songs. Have a great week. Bye.